Today is day 37 of our daily Bible reading plan. We will be completing Deuteronomy chapters 28 through 32. Lord Heavenly Father, we come in front of your presence today to humble ourselves and to submit to your will. Please reveal yourself in your word today. We need you so desperately in these trying times with evil surrounding us and problems of our weaknesses in our life that weigh us down and discourage us. You can lift us up today and we can remember your promises that you will take care of us, that you are faithful to us, and that you are stronger than the things in this world. Please comfort us today and give us the confidence that is in you and you alone. Please bless this word in Jesus' name. Amen. Now it shall be, if you diligently obey the Lord your God, being careful to do all his commandments which I command you today, the Lord your God will set you high above all the nations of the earth. All these blessings will come upon you and overtake you if you obey the Lord your God. Blessed shall you be in the city, and blessed shall you be in the country. Blessed shall be the offspring of your body, and the produce of your ground, and the offspring of your beasts, the increase of your herd, and the young of your flock. Blessed shall be your basket and your kneading bowl. Blessed shall you be when you come in, and blessed shall you be when you go out. The Lord shall cause your enemies who rise up against you to be defeated before you. They will come out against you one way and will flee before you seven ways. The Lord will command the blessing upon you in your barns and in all that you put your hand to. And he will bless you in the land which the Lord your God gives you. The Lord will establish you as a holy people to himself as he swore to you. If you keep the commandments of the Lord your God and walk in his ways. So all the peoples of the earth will see that you are called by the name of the Lord, and they will be afraid of you. The Lord will make you abound in prosperity, in the offspring of your body, and in the offspring of your beast, and in the produce of your ground, in the land which the Lord swore to your fathers to give you. The Lord will open for you his good storehouse, the heavens, to give rain to your land in its season, and to bless all the work of your hand. And you shall lend to many nations, but you shall not borrow. The Lord will make you the head and not the tail, and you will not only be above, but you will not be underneath if you listen to the commandments of the Lord your God, which I charge you today to observe them carefully. And do not turn aside from any of the words which I command you today, to the right or to the left, to go after other gods to serve them. But it shall come about, if you do not obey the Lord your God, to observe to do all his commandments and his statutes, with which I charge you today, that all these curses will come upon you and overtake you. Cursed! shall you be in the city, 
and cursed shall you be in the country. Cursed shall be your basket and your kneading bowl. Cursed shall be the offspring of your body and the produce of your ground, the increase of your herd and the young of your flock. Cursed shall you be when you come in, and cursed shall you be when you go out. The Lord will send upon you curses, confusion, and rebuke in all you undertake to do, until you are destroyed, and until you perish quickly, on account of the evil of your deeds, because you have forsaken me. The Lord will make the pestilence cling to you, until he has consumed you from the land where you are entering to possess it. The Lord will smite you with consumption, and with fever, and with inflammation, and with fiery heat, and with the sword, and with blight, and with mildew, and they will pursue you until you perish. The heaven which is over your head shall be bronze, and the earth which is under you iron. The Lord will make the rain of your land powder and dust. From heaven it shall come down on you until you are destroyed. The Lord shall cause you to be defeated before your enemies. You will go out one way against them, but you will flee seven ways before them. And you will be an example of terror to all the kingdoms of the earth. Your carcasses will be food to all birds of the sky and to the beasts of the earth, and there will be no one to frighten them away. The Lord will smite you with the boils of Egypt, and with tumors, and with the scab, and with the itch, from which you cannot be healed. The Lord will smite you with madness, and with blindness, and with bewilderment of hearts, and you will grope at noon as the blind man gropes in darkness. And you will not prosper in your ways, but you shall only be oppressed and robbed continually, with none to save you. You shall betroth a wife, but another man will violate her. You shall build a house, but you will not live in it. You shall plant a vineyard, but you will not use its fruit. Your ox shall be slaughtered before your eyes but you will not eat of it. Your donkey shall be torn away from you and will not be restored to you. Your sheep shall be given to your enemies and you will have none to save you. Your sons and your daughters shall be given to another people while your eyes look on and yearn for them continually. But here will be nothing you can do. A people whom you do not know shall eat up the produce of your ground and all your labors, and you will never be anything but oppressed and crushed continually. You shall be driven mad by the sight of what you see. The Lord will strike you on the knees and legs with sore boils, for which you cannot be healed, from the sole of your foot to the crown of your head. The Lord will bring you and your king, whom you set over you, to a nation which neither you nor your fathers have known, and there you shall serve other gods, wood and stone. You shall become a horror, a proverb, and a taunt among all the people 
where the Lord drives you. You shall bring out much seed to the field, but you will gather in little, for the locust will consume it. You shall plant and cultivate vineyards, but you will neither drink of the wine nor gather the grapes, for the worm will devour them. You shall have olive trees throughout your territory, but you will not anoint yourself with the oil, for your olives will drop off. You shall have sons and daughters, but they will not be yours, for they will go into captivity. The cricket shall possess all your trees and the produce of your ground. The alien who is among you shall rise above you higher and higher, but you will go down lower and lower. He shall lend to you, but you will not lend to him. He shall be the head, and you will be the tail. So all these curses shall come on you and pursue you and overtake you until you are destroyed, because you would not obey the Lord your God by keeping his commandments and his statutes which he commanded you. They shall become a sign and a wonder on you and your descendants forever. Because you did not serve the Lord your God with joy and a glad heart for the abundance of all things, therefore you shall serve your enemies whom the Lord will send against you in hunger, in thirst, in nakedness, and the lack of all things. And he will put an iron yoke on your neck until he has destroyed you. The Lord will bring a nation against you from afar, from the end of the earth, as the eagle swoops down, a nation whose language you shall not understand, a nation of fierce countenance who will have no respect for the old, nor show favor to the young. Moreover, it shall eat the offspring of your herd and the produce of your ground until you are destroyed, who also leaves you no grain, new wine, or oil, nor the increase of your herd or the young of your flock, until they have caused you to perish. It shall besiege you in all your towns, until your high and fortified walls in which you trusted come down throughout your land, and it shall besiege you in all your towns throughout your land, which the Lord your God has given you. Then you shall eat the offspring of your own body, the flesh of your sons and of your daughters, whom the Lord your God has given you, during the siege and the distress by which your enemy will oppress you. The man who is refined and very delicate among you shall be hostile toward his brother and toward the wife he cherishes and toward the rest of his children who remain, so that he will not give even one of them any of the flesh of his children which he will eat, since he has nothing else left. During the siege and the distress by which your enemy will oppress you in all your towns, the refined and delicate woman among you, who would not venture to set the sole of her foot on the ground for delicateness and refinement, shall be hostile toward the husband she cherishes and toward her son and daughter, and toward her afterbirth 
which issues from between her legs and toward her children whom she bears. For she will eat them secretly for lack of anything else during the siege and the distress by which your enemy will oppress you in your towns. If you are not careful to observe all the words of this law which are written in this book, to fear this honored and awesome name, the Lord your God, then the Lord will bring extraordinary plagues on you and your descendants, even severe and lasting plagues, and miserable and chronic illnesses. He will bring back on you all the diseases of Egypt of which you were afraid, and they will cling to you. Also, every sickness and every plague which, not written in the book of this law, the Lord will bring on you until you are destroyed. Then you shall be left few in number, whereas you were as numerous as the stars of heaven, because you did not obey the Lord your God. It shall come about that as the Lord delighted over you to prosper you and multiply you, so the Lord will delight over you to make you perish and destroy you. And you will be torn from the land where you are entering to possess it. Moreover, the Lord will scatter you among all peoples, from one end of the earth to the other end of the earth. And there you shall serve other gods wood and stone, which you or your fathers have not known. Among those nations you shall find no rest, and there will be no resting place for the sole of your foot. But there the Lord will give you a trembling heart, failing of eyes, and despair of soul. So your life shall hang in doubt before you, and you will be in dread night and day and shall have no assurance of your life. In the morning you shall say, Would that it were evening. And at evening you would say, Would that it were morning. Because of the dread of your heart, which you dread, and for the sight of your eyes, which you will see. The Lord will bring you back to Egypt in ships, by the way about which I spoke to you. You will never see it again. And there you will offer yourselves for sale to your enemies as male and female slaves, but there will be no buyer. These are the words of the covenant which the Lord commanded Moses to make with the sons of Israel in the land of Moab, besides the covenant which he had made with them at Horeb. And Moses summoned all Israel and said to them, you have seen all that the Lord did before your eyes in the land of Egypt to Pharaoh and all his servants in all his land. The great trials which your eyes have seen, those great signs and wonders. Yet to this day, the Lord has not given you a heart to know, nor eyes to see, nor ears to hear. I have led you forty years in the wilderness. Your clothes have not worn out on you, and your sandal has not worn out on your foot. You have not eaten bread, nor have you drunk wine or strong drink, in order that you might know that I am the Lord your God.
When you reached this place, Sion, the king of Heshbon, and Og, the king of Bashan, came out to meet us in battle. But we defeated them, and we took their land and gave it as an inheritance to the Reubenites, the Gadites, and the half-tribe of the Manassites. But keep the words of this covenant to do them, that you may prosper in all that you do. You stand today, all of you, before the Lord your God, your chiefs, your tribes, your elders, and your officers, even all the men of Israel, your little ones, your wives, and the alien who is within your camps, from the one who chops your wood to the one who draws your water, that you may enter into the covenant with the Lord your God and into his oath, which the Lord your God is making with you today in order that he may establish you today as his people, and that he may be your God, just as he spoke to you, and just as he swore to your fathers, to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Now not with you alone am I making this covenant and this oath, but both with those who stand here with us today in the presence of the Lord our God, and with those who are not with us here today. For you know how we lived in the land of Egypt, and how we came through the midst of the nations though through which we passed. Moreover, you have seen their abominations, and their idols of wood, stone, silver, and gold, which they had with them, so that there will not be among you a man or a woman or family or tribe whose heart turns away today from the Lord our God, to go and serve the gods of those nations, that there will not be among you a root bearing poisonous fruit or wormwood. It shall be when you, he hears the words of this curse that he will boast, saying, I have peace, though I walk in the stubbornness of my heart, in order to destroy the watered land with the dry. The Lord shall never be willing to forgive them, but rather the anger of the Lord and his jealousy will burn against that man, and every curse which is written in this book will rest on him, and the Lord will blot out his name from under heaven. Then the Lord will single him out for adversity from all the tribes of Israel, according to all the curses of the covenant which are written in this book of the law. Now, the generation to come, your sons who rise up after you, and the foreigner who comes from a distant land, when they see the plagues of the land and the diseases with which the Lord has afflicted it, will say, All its land is brimstone and salt, a burning waste, unsown and unproductive and no grass grows in it. Like the overthrow of Sodom and Gomorrah, Adma and Zeboim, which the Lord overthrew in his anger and in his wrath. All the nations will say, Why has the Lord done thus to this land? Why this great outburst of anger? Then men will say, Because... They forsook the covenant of the Lord, the God of their fathers, 
which he made with them when he brought them out of the land of Egypt. They went and served other gods and worshipped them, gods whom they had not known and whom he had not allotted to them. Therefore the anger of the Lord burned against that land to bring upon it every curse which is written in this book. And the Lord uprooted them from their land in anger and in fury and in great wrath and cast them into another land as it is this day. The secret things belong to the Lord our God, but the things revealed belong to us and to our sons forever, that we may observe all the words of this law. So it shall be when all of these things have come upon you, the blessing and the curse which I have set before you, and you will call them to mind in all nations where the Lord your God has banished you. And you will return to the Lord your God and obey him with all your heart and soul according to all that I command you today, you and your sons. Then the Lord your God will restore you from captivity and have compassion on you and will gather you again from all the peoples where the Lord your God has scattered you. If your outcasts are at the ends of the earth, from there the Lord your God will gather you, and from there he will bring you back. The Lord your God will bring you into the land which your fathers possessed, and you shall possess it, and he will prosper you and multiply you more than your fathers. Moreover, the Lord your God will circumcise your heart and the heart of your descendants to love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul so that you may live. The Lord your God will inflict all these curses on your enemies and on those who hate you, who persecuted you. And you shall again obey the Lord and observe all his commandments, which I command you today. Then the Lord your God will prosper you abundantly in all the work of your hand, in the offspring of your body, and in the offspring of your cattle, and in the produce of your ground. For the Lord will again rejoice over you for good, just as he rejoiced over your fathers, if you obey the Lord your God to keep his commandments and his statutes, which are written in the book of this law if you turn to the Lord your God with all your heart and soul. For this commandment, which I command you today, is not too difficult for you, nor is it out of reach. It is not in heaven that you should say, Who will go up to heaven for us to get it for us, and make us hear it, that we may observe it? Nor is it beyond the sea that you could say, Who will cross the sea for us to go get it? for us, and make us hear it, that we may observe it. But the word is very near you, in your mouth and in your heart, that you may observe it. See, I have set before you today life and prosperity and death and adversity. In that I command you today to love the Lord your God, to walk in his ways and to keep his commandments, 
and his statutes and his judgments, that you may live and multiply, and that the Lord your God may bless you in the land where you are entering to possess it. But if your heart turns away, and you will not obey, but are drawn away and worship other gods and serve them, I declare to you today that you will surely perish. You will not prolong your days in the land where you are crossing the Jordan to enter and possess it. I call heaven and earth to witness against you today that I have set before you life and death, the blessing and the curse. So choose life in order that you may live, you and your descendants, by loving the Lord your God, by obeying his voice, and by holding fast to him. For this is your life and the length of your days, that you may live in the land which the Lord swore to your fathers, to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, to give them. So Moses went and spoke these words to all Israel. And he said to them, I am a hundred and twenty years old today. I am no longer able to come and go. And the Lord has said to me, You shall not cross this Jordan. It is the Lord your God who will cross ahead of you. He will destroy these nations before you, and you shall dispossess them. Joshua is the one who will cross ahead of you, just as the Lord has spoken. The Lord will do to them just as he did to Sion and Og, the kings of the Amorites, and to their land when he destroyed them. The Lord will deliver them up before you, and you shall do to them according to all the commandments which I have commanded you. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or tremble at them, for the Lord your God is the one who goes with you. He will not fail you or forsake you. Then Moses called to Joshua and said to him in the sight of all Israel, Be strong and courageous, for you shall go with this people into the land which the Lord has sworn to their fathers to give them, and you shall give it to them as an inheritance. The Lord is the one who goes ahead of you. He will be with you. He will not fail you or forsake you. Do not fear or be dismayed. So Moses wrote this law, and gave it to the priests, the sons of Levi, who carried the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord, and to all the elders of Israel. Then Moses commanded them, saying, At the end of every seven years, at the time of the year of remission of deaths, at the Feast of Booths, when all Israel comes to appear before the Lord your God at the place which he will choose, you shall read this law in front of all Israel in their hearing. Assemble the people, the men and the women and children and the alien who are in your town, 
so that they may hear and learn and fear the Lord your God, and be careful to observe all the words of this law. Their children who have not known will hear and learn to fear the Lord your God. As long as you live on the land which you are about to cross the Jordan to possess. Then the Lord said to Moses, Behold, the time for you to die is near. Call Joshua, and present yourselves at the tent of meeting, that I may commission him. So Moses and Joshua went and presented themselves at the tent of meeting. The Lord appeared in the tent in the pillar of cloud, and the pillar of cloud stood at the doorway of the tent. The Lord said to Moses, Behold, you are about to lie down with your fathers, and this people will arise and play the harlot with the strange gods of the land, into the midst of which they are going, and will forsake me and break my covenant which I have made with them. Then my anger will be kindled against them in that day, and I will forsake them and hide my face from them, and they will be consumed. Many evils and troubles will come upon them, so that they will say in that day, Is it not because our God is not among us that these evils have come upon us? But I will surely hide my face in that day, because of all the evil which they will do, for they will turn to other gods. Now therefore, write this song for yourselves, and sing it to the sons of Israel. Put it on their lips, so that this song may be a witness for me against the sons of Israel. For when I bring them into the land flowing with milk and honey, which I swore to their fathers, and they have eaten and are satisfied and become prosperous, then they will turn to other gods and serve them, and spurn me and break my covenant. Then it shall come about, when many evils and troubles have come upon them, that this song will testify before them as a witness, for it shall not be forgotten from the lips of their descendants. For I know their intent which they are developing today, before I have brought them into the land which I swore. So Moses wrote this song the same day, and taught it to the sons of Israel. Then he commissioned Joshua, the son of Nun, and said, Be strong and courageous, for you shall bring the sons of Israel into the land which I swore to them, and I will be with you. It came about when Moses finished writing the words of this law in a book until they were complete, that Moses commanded the Levites who carried the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord, saying, Take this book of the law and place it beside the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord your God, that it may remain there as a witness against you. For I know your rebellion and your stubbornness. Behold, while I am still alive with you today, you have been rebellious against the Lord. How much more, then, after my death? Assemble to me 
all the elders of your tribes and your officers, that I may speak these words in their hearing, and call the heavens and the earth to witness against them. For I know that after my death you will act corruptly, and turn from the way which I have commanded you. And evil will befall you in the latter days, for you will do that which is evil in the sight of the Lord, provoking him to anger with the work of your hands. Then Moses spoke in the hearing of all the assembly of Israel the words of this song until they were complete. Give ear, O heavens, and let me speak, and let the earth hear the words of my mouth. Let my teaching drop as the rain, my speech distill as the dew, as the droplets on the fresh grass and as the showers of the herb. For I proclaim the name of the Lord, ascribe greatness to our God, the rock. His work is perfect, for all his ways are just, a God of faithfulness and without injustice. Righteous and upright is he. They have acted corruptly towards him. They are not his children because of their defect, but are a perverse and crooked generation. Do you thus repay the Lord, O foolish and unwise people? Is not he your father who has bought you? He has made you and established you. Remember the days of old. Consider the years of all generations. Ask your father, and he will inform you, your elders, and they will tell you. When the Most High gave the nations their inheritance, when he separated the sons of man, he set the boundaries of the peoples according to the number of the sons of Israel. For the Lord's portion is his people. Jacob is the allotment of his inheritance. He found him in a desert land and in the howling waste of a wilderness. He encircled him. He cared for him. He guarded him as the pupil of his eye. Like an eagle that stirs up its nest, that hovers over its young, he spread his wings and caught them. He carried them on his pinions. The Lord alone guided him, and there was no foreign god with him. He made him ride on the high places of the earth, and he ate the produce of the field. And he made him suck honey from the rock and oil from the flinty rock. Curds of cows and milk of the flock with fat of lambs, and rams, the breed of Bashan, and goats, with the finest of the wheat, and the blood of grapes you drank wine. But Jeshurun grew fat and kicked. You are grown fat, thick, and sleek. Then he forsook God who made him, and scorned the rock of his salvation. They made him jealous with strange gods. With abominations they provoked him to anger. They sacrificed to demons who were not God, to gods whom they have not known, new gods who came lately, whom your fathers did not dread. 
You neglected the rock who begot you, and forgot the God who gave you birth. The Lord saw this, and spurned them because of the provocation of his sons and daughters. And then he said, I will hide my face from them. I will see what their end shall be, for they are a perverse generation, sons in whom is no faithfulness. They have made me jealous with what is not God. They have provoked me to anger with their idols. So I will make them jealous with those who are not a people. I will provoke them to anger with a foolish nation. For a fire is kindled in my anger, and burns to the lowest part of Sheol, and consumes the earth with its yield, and sets on fire the foundations of the mountains. I will heap misfortunes upon them. I will use my arrows on them. They will be wasted by famine, and consumed by plague, and bitter destruction. And the teeth of beasts I will send upon them, with the venom of crawling things of the dust. Outside the sword will bereave, and inside terror, both young man and virgin, the nursling with the man of gray hair. I would have said, I will cut them to pieces. I will remove the memory of them from men. Had I not feared the provocation by the enemy, that their adversaries would misjudge, that they would say, Our hand is triumphant, and the Lord has not done all this. For they are a nation lacking in counsel, and there is no understanding in them. Would that they were wise, that they understood this, that they would discern their future. How could one chase a thousand, and two put ten thousand to flight, unless their rock had sold them, and the Lord had given them up? Indeed, their rock is not like our rock. Even our enemies themselves judge this. For their vine is from the vine of Sodom, and from the fields of Gomorrah. Their grapes are grapes of poison, their clusters bitter. Their wine is the venom of serpents, and the deadly poison of cobras. Is it not laid up in store with me, sealed up in my treasures? Vengeance is mine, and retribution. In due time their foot will slip, for the day of their calamity is near, and the impending things are hastening upon them. For the Lord will vindicate his people, and will have compassion on his servants. When he sees that their strength is gone, and there is none remaining, bond or free. And he will say, Where are their gods? The rock in which they sought refuge? who ate the fat of their sacrifices and drank the wine of their drink offering. Let them rise up and help you. Let them be your hiding place. See now that I, I am he, and there is no God besides me. It is I who put to death and give life. I have wounded, and it is I who heal. And there is no one who can deliver from my hand. Indeed, I lift up my hand to heaven, 
and say, as I live forever, if I sharpen my flashing sword and my hand took hold of justice, I will render vengeance on my adversaries and I will repay those who hate me. I will make my arrows drunk with blood and my sword will devour flesh with the blood of the slain and the captives from the long-haired leaders of the enemy. Rejoice, O nations, with his people, for he will avenge the blood of his servants and will render vengeance on his adversaries and will atone for his land and his people. Then Moses came and spoke all the words of this song in the hearing of the people, he with Joshua the son of Nun. When Moses had finished speaking all these words to all Israel, he said to them, Take to your hearts all the words with which I am warning you today, which you shall command your sons to observe carefully, even all the words of this law. For it is not an idle word for you. Indeed, it is your life. And by this word you will prolong your days in the land which you are about to cross the Jordan to possess. The Lord spoke to Moses that very same day, saying, Go up to this mountain of the Abram, Mount Nebo, which is in the land of Moab, opposite Jericho. And look at the land of Canaan, which I am giving to the sons of Israel for a possession. Then die on the mountain where you ascend, and be gathered to your people, as Aaron your brother died on Mount Hor and was gathered to his people, because you broke faith with me in the midst of the sons of Israel at the waters of Meribah Kadesh, in the wilderness of Zin, because you did not treat me as holy in the midst of the sons of Israel. For you shall see the land at a distance, but you shall not go there, into the land which I am giving the sons of Israel. All right, that was a pretty long reading, but it was very good stuff. So let's briefly summarize what all was being said here. So chapter 28 is the promise of blessings and the promise of cursings. He gave them two options, and it's the same two options that we have today. Pick a side. Are you with the Lord your God, or are you not? Make your decision today. Are you with the Lord, or are you not with him? James talks about this in great length, and this is um, in my personal walk right now. My goal is to commit to what James chapter 1, verses 5 through 8 says, where, but if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God, who gives to all generously and without reproach, and it will be given to him. But he must ask in faith without any doubting. For the one who doubts is like the surf of the sea, driven and tossed by the wind. For that man ought not to expect that he will receive anything from the Lord. Why? being a double-minded man, unstable in all his ways. And there it is. 
Why is it that we struggle so much in the flesh? And I sincerely think, at least I can only speak for myself, is because I am double-minded. Why is it that I can't commit to anything? Why can't I stay consistent on anything? It's because I'm double-minded. And because I'm double-minded, I am unstable. Why are the people of Israel going to be unstable? Because they are double-minded. And what does that mean to be double-minded? It means, quite literally, in the Greek here, a man of divided allegiance. You have part of you loving the world, and you have part of you loving God. And this cannot be. And God has made that very clear. You can't have it both ways. Because if you say you worship me, after everything that I've told you, then you will give me your entire heart. But if you don't really love me, and you just want some benefit from me, or what I can do for you, rather than love me for who I am, then you don't really love me. So you have to make your choice. Are you doing this for yourself and for your, your idols? Or are you doing this for the Lord God? And God makes it very clear that there are blessings and lovely things that happen if we obey him. And there are curses. And if you noticed, the section about curses is a lot longer than the section for blessings. Because... The benefits are clear, but the things that could go wrong, the things that could go against you, are more numerous. So we have a choice to make. We have a choice. Are we going to follow the Lord, or are we not? We cannot be double-minded. We cannot be divided on our allegiance. Jesus himself said that. You can't serve two masters. You can't. You cannot. Because... You will love one and hate the other one. And in our flesh, our natural inclination is to love the things of this world over the things of God. That is why he wants us to hold fast to him. The language he uses here is, you need to cling to me. You need to hold on to me and not let go. Not let the things of this world drag you away from me. But you need to hold fast to your integrity, and you need to have the courage to stay with me. It's not going to be easy, but that is what is expected of you. And if you do this, you will see wonderful things from me. And he gives us that assurance. Because it says clearly here, near the end of chapter 28, he doesn't want you to be destroyed. He wants us to be, like he says in verse 63 here, it shall come about that as the Lord delights over you to prosper you and multiply you, so the Lord will delight over you to make you perish and destroy you. Do you see that? His first, in, his first inclination for you is to prosper you and to multiply you and to delight over you. He wants to be proud of you. He wants to enjoy you. But he can't. 
if you are not going to follow him and if you're not going to obey him. We may think this was written 3,000 years ago and this has no relevance today, but it has all the relevance in the world because everything from here on in the Bible is based off of this. God has declared who he is and what he expects from his people, and it will never, ever change. And he will constantly remind us of this, and the Bible will start to show us more of what it means to do these things, and how specifically do we do these things. And we will learn. But it's not that hard to imagine what we have to do. We have to know God. And only he can show you who he is. But you have to seek him. It's in the seeking that you find him. And it says, You will seek me and find me if you seek me with all your heart. If you truly want to know the Lord God, he will show himself to you. But it requires one big step from you. As you have to humble yourself and submit to him. You are not sovereign. You are not God. I am not God, and he is. And that is the first step to making progress in that way. So then, chapter 29, he makes the, the covenant of Palestine, the entire area of Palestine, as to you know what he expects from them. Then he uh, commissions Joshua to be his leader, the new leader of Israel. And then he asks Moses to write a song. And this song, some of it is prophetic, and some of it has a historical background. But there was a name in here that caught my eye in chapter 32, verse 15, that we have not seen yet. But... Jeshurun grew fat and kicked. You have grown fat, thick, and sleek. What is this talking about? In Hebrew, the word Jeshurun means upright one. This is a term of endearment. This is like a pet name for Israel. You know, the upright one. My, You know, we have nicknames for our kids or for our dogs or our cats that are a sign of affection, right? And that is God's name of endearment towards Israel, Jeshurun, the upright one. And that's the name that he will give them when they are upright, which means that they are on the straight path, that they are obeying him. He will not always call them that, as we will see, because he has declared here that they will go off track. He's already told them that. And you see that in in chapter 31. He says, you know, to Moses, beginning in verse 14, Behold, the time for you to die is near. Call Joshua, and I will commission him. And then, as you see here, he says, Behold, you're about to lie down with your fathers. And then what does he say? This people will arise and play the harlot with the strange gods of the land. 
They will forsake me and break my covenant, which I have made with them. And my anger will be kindled against them in that day, and I will forsake them and hide my face from them, and they will be consumed. Many evils and troubles will come upon them, so that they will say in this day, Is it not because the Lord is not among us that these evils have come upon us? He is prophesying here what exactly is going to happen. And these things do happen, and they happen very fast. We haven't gotten there yet, but after Joshua conquers the land of Canaan for Israel, it only takes a single generation for them to mess it up. And you'll see often that they get conquered by someone, or exiled somewhere, or conquered again and again and again. Because they never learned this lesson. Are you getting conquered? I have been lately. In reality, I have been getting conquered for many years. But I have just been recently shown how much I have been conquered. How weak I am. And how for a long time I felt like I had it under control. Or that I was capable of being an effective leader. And I have been shown how I have been carried this way. I have been brought this far, not by my own ability, but by God. It has been a very humbling experience. But we need that in our lives. We need that because if we fool ourselves into thinking that we're something we're not, then Pride and arrogance takes over, and we will play the harlot over and over and over. And how I long for the day when I have control, or when I don't have to worry about this anymore, because I am sick of forsaking the Lord. We do it all the time. We sin every single day in some fashion or another. And what is sin? Sin is rebellion of the heart. It's a lack of trust. It's a lack of faith. It's a lack of humility. And I rob myself of the blessings that I could have. And I rob myself of a stronger relationship with the Lord. My heart cries to the Lord for relief. And I just want to spend time with him and obey him the way he wants to be obeyed. Israel will not learn this lesson. They'll have periods of time where they do, and then not long afterwards, they will go back to their old ways. I challenge you not to be like them. Do not be like Israel in this way. Do not wander off. Do not forsake the Lord. Do not be led astray and play the harlot. Do not prostitute your integrity with the things of this world that Satan makes so attractive. I can't say it as someone who has mastered this. You know, an elusive moment here. I, I recognize that that is where my problem is. And that's everyone's problem, really. Because we're all sinners. Hold fast to the Lord. Don't let him go. And don't allow yourself to be distracted from his promises. And for everything that he said he is. 
For he alone is the only one that can save us. Nothing else matters. But anyway, that's all I have for today. We will finish the book tomorrow and enter into Joshua. Until then, thank you for listening. I'm Ryan, and have a great day. We'll see you next time. Take care, and God bless you.